Thank you for listening to Sports Unfolded here on Anchor. We want to thank Anchor for everything they've done. It is easy to use, so I suggest everybody get out there and make a podcast, put it on Anchor, and show it to the world. So once again, thank you for watching Sports Unfolded on Anchor. Thank you very much. Hope to hear from you soon. And it Hey, welcome to Sports Unfolded, episode 10 of season two. I'm your host, Eric, main man right there, Ron. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Lots of stuff going on today. I mean, when you talk about having to unfold some sports this week, we have got so much to cover. We're going to start right off with this leadoff story, and that would be one quarterback, Russell Wilson, who has been traded to the Denver Broncos. So what kind of success do you think he's going to have this season? Um, It could go either way, to be honest with you, Eric. Um, the biggest concern I have is that division now it's has just gotten – probably. it's probably the best division in football right now. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, it is. And you're looking at, again, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, and Patrick Mahomes. I would say right now, if I was grading it, I'm probably putting Russell Wilson three or four. I could flip-flop him with Derek Carr on that yeah. list. To me, that's a very difficult division to, to, to get involved in. And I'm yeah. surprised that that's his choice. Like, you're going from the NFC West, which was brutal, brutal. <laughs> to a probably even tougher division now. Yeah. Yeah. And and a lot of that has to do with with the Chargers, you know, doing what they did and we'll talk about that in a little while but yeah. russell wilson this is not a cakewalk like no. bad enough you have patrick mahomes in the division but that division has four good teams solid teams and it could get it could get very very tricky to make the playoffs and it's 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 putting the rest of the AFC on notice, that's for sure. Yeah, the AFC A is, I, I think, much tougher than the NFC. But then I looked at it from one to – look, he was 6-8 and eight last season, threw for thirty over 3,100 yards, 25 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Remember, he had that finger injury, right. so he missed some games. Um, both teams were 7-10 and 10 last season. But Denver's defense only gave up 322 points versus 366 for Seattle. Right. He's going to a much better defensive yeah. team. Seattle and ready. Also, Seattle also scored 395 versus Denver's 335, so 60 more points. So with Russell Wilson, with that defense, you could honestly say that the Denver Broncos, with this improvement, could win that division. Listen, the Kansas City Chiefs have not looked like the Chiefs in the last two years. No. No. And, and that's why I say it could go either way. Like, you know, they, look, the stats are, you know, Denver lost, I believe, six games by one score or less. So when you look at those numbers, what what position do you need to improve on? And they said quarterback. With a quarterback, we could win 11 games. And is that possible? Absolutely. Like you're looking at a team with seven wins. They, they were in contention yeah. all year. Mm-hmm. And just fell short because of not having that quarterback. And this gives them, this gives them a quarterback, you know, to actually win those games that you should win. And then, you know, then it's a toss up when you play in your own division. So they're looking at it. Okay. We got to win the six games outside of our division, first of all. And then 
if we can at least win four inside the division, we could make the playoffs. Yeah. So I looked at it this way as well. He's going from a team. Rashad Penny was a top rusher in Seattle, 749 yards. He's got two 900-yard-plus rushers now with Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. The pressure's not all on Russell Wilson to win. So that's a benefit. The receiving part of it, though, I would be a little concerned when um, Sutton's a very good wide receiver and uh, Jerry Judy uh, had the injury, so he was out for a lot of yeah. But DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett were two guys that he just had a connection with. Yeah. And whatever Seattle's deciding to do, uh, I think they're going to move on from Metcalf as well. Uh, so, you know, they already got rid of Wagner, their, their top linebacker. So there's not much left in Seattle. Great move for Russell to get out of there when he did. Yeah. But I don't know if he's going to have that same success passing the ball with these with these other receivers that he had with those two. Yeah, you knew Seattle was going to do something because – I mean, the writing was on the wall. They're up against it with the cap, and they had to start unloading and building up in the draft again, you know. And that's what they had. They've had to do. And you know, unfortunately for Seattle, they're not as good with the cap control as, say, like the Patriots are, who yeah. always seems to be able to do something and put things back together, you know, and and thrive. So I'm glad you brought up uh, the quarterback situation, though, because we're going to obviously the, the conversation has just come out about Deshaun Watson. Yes. And his situation that there will be no criminal charges. We don't know if the NFL is going to suspend him. Obviously, there's still a civil case, but that's just financial. Uh, he will not face criminal charges. The Seattle Seahawks have been rumored to be a team that would be interested in Deshaun Watson. I don't I'm not necessarily sold that they're on a rebuild because if you look at Pete Carroll, 71 years old, is he really going to want to start over? He's probably got two, three years if he's lucky. They're not going to rebuild with that coach. They would have got rid of Pete Carroll this year and then just moved on and started fresh. I still think that they, they feel they could be a contender. Maybe Deshaun Watson goes to Seattle. I mean, it's possible. And there's also another wild card, and that's Colin Kaepernick, who has, has put it out there yeah, that he I, is training. And he's working hard to come back. And you know, you know there's going to be a team out there that is going to bite at it. And and it could be it could be a team like Carolina takes out a flyer on him, gives him a shot. If, if and he's willing to be, he might a be able to do it. If he's willing to become a backup, I could see it. His his biggest thing was he wanted to be a starter with whatever team he went to. And unfortunately, being out of the league for six years, I'm not saying his skills aren't noteworthy of being a, a starting quarterback in the NFL, but I don't feel like you're going to pick up where you left off six years ago. Oh, I don't think so either. But if you go to a team that has a questionable quarterback, yeah. you, get, you, will get some, yeah. you will get a chance. Absolutely. And that's what he's going to, that's what he's going to do. You know, it's sad to say, you know, but that's, that's what it is. So if you go to like Carolina, who's a complete mess right now, you know, you're going to get a chance. You're going to get a chance. You know, we're going to do an NFL show this uh, Monday because there's so much to cover. Carolina is one of those teams, too. Now they, they're talking about shipping uh, McCaffrey. And yeah. to me, it's like they're really going to blow that thing up in, in Carolina. Yeah, you kind of have to because it'd be, it would kind of be dumb to have a player of McCaffrey's type, you know, on a team that's really going nowhere. And you can get a haul for for him. Like, you're going to get a couple of firsts and a couple of seconds. Scary, scary part. Buffalo rumored. Oh, Don't need that. So, no. again, another big trade that happened. Um, let's, let's talk some NFL here. Khalil Mack has been traded to the Los Angeles Chargers. So, we talk about this AFC West division and what we've got going on with Russell Wilson. Now you add a Khalil Mack, one of the top pass rushers in the game. To go alongside with Joey Bosa. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's One crazy. of the things we said that the problem with the Chargers was defense. Not their offense, their defense. Yeah. They're currently $25 million under the cap. I'm going to give you a name right now as well. J.C. Jackson is going to the Chargers, and they're going to be formidable on defense as well. It's going to be scary. Yeah, that would be unfortunate. 
that would be unfortunate. But that actually is logical. He's going to get paid. Uh, we already yeah. know New England's not going to pay him. It makes a ton of sense for the Chargers yeah. to yeah. try to pick him up. You've got those pass rushes up front. Listen, Mac, eight-year career, 76 and a half sacks. Joey Bosa in six years, 58 sacks, 10 and a half last season. And don't forget, Mac was injured last year. So he sat out, you know, a bunch of games. I think he only played in seven games. So if you look at the fact that he's well-rested. Yeah. Well-rested. He's only been in the league eight years. This will be his ninth year. This is such a good pickup for the Chargers. Yeah, well, you know, it, it again, I'm going to use that phrase. It makes sense because you have um, Herbert on a rookie contract right now. Yeah, exactly. And they know he's capable of winning games. You yeah. know, everybody knows that. Look, at the end of that you know? Las Vegas game, he was, I mean, lights out. I mean, yeah. you couldn't stop him. It's, yeah. the, again, your favorite overtime rule, but. Yeah. <laughs> but realistically, look, this is a team that we've expected to be much better in the one side of the ball that they were struggling on. To me, they made that improvement. You pick up a J.C. Jackson, who's probably considered the top cornerback coming out of free agency. Yeah. You solidified your defense enough to, to honestly compete. Question to your point, though, is in the ASA West, is it enough? Well, I actually right now. If, there, if I was picking teams right now, I would pick Sandy, uh, San Diego, hey. L.A. Chargers, L.A. Chargers to to win that division, to be honest with you. And, and, and honestly, when we first did this show, they were the San Diego Chargers. So I give you I give you credit for that back way back in the day, Ron. Yeah. Twenty plus <laughs> years ago. Twenty plus years ago. Let's talk about another gentleman we're going to bring up on the screen. And how many times can you get traded in consecutive years? Carson Wentz looks like he's trying to break a record. Every year he'll just get traded to a new team. He's going to the Washington Commanders. Which I hate the name. Will uh, Yes. I think it's going to take a long time to get used to so Hopefully they change it. No, I'm never going to get used to it. Can this help the Commanders, though, win the NFC East? No. 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 Nine and eight last season. He threw for 3,500 yards, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He also he's couldn't probably- beat Jacksonville. So, you know, yeah. what does that do? With one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in my life. So, yeah. Solid running game with Gibson. So he's not losing much from what he had in Indianapolis. Yeah. You look at the health of Chase Young on the defensive side of the ball, who missed almost all of last season. Yep. To me, look, Dallas is falling apart quick. So this is what's going to happen. Okay. Do you It'll come down to the last game? game of the season and he'll be playing what? Uh, okay. uh Giants. Okay. And he'll throw a crappy right. interception to lose the game and they're out of the playoffs. All right, but let me ask you this question. Are they in contention for the I didn't not that they'll win it. Does this move make them contenders for the NFC East? Well, in that division, anybody's a like, contender, exactly. really. That's what I'm saying. So this is an upgrade, as crazy as it sounds, from what they had. I suppose. I suppose. So, like Heineke wasn't that bad. I mean, I don't think it was all Heineke's fault, to be honest with you. No, I I think the team is just inept. You know, I mean, look, they should have been better defensively than what they played. So it seemed like every every week it was like, why did you lose this? Like, you, you know, it's like they always made mistakes, whether it was personnel mistakes or or coaching mistakes you know there was always a mistake to be made and that's why washington failed miserably because they couldn't handle the teams they were supposed to yeah and i think again having chase young back defensive rookie of the year a year ago yeah what the difference that'll make but let me ask you this question is this carson wentz's last chance <sighs> I, I you know Probably not. Which is because, a thing to think about. You know, and it's it's only because there are, I don't know, maybe five or six quarterbacks in the league that are starting that probably shouldn't be starting. So when you have those teams that are going to struggle this year, he's going to get another chance next year 
and you think about where he came from, Frank Reich, who was his quarterback's coach in Philadelphia when he had his most success. You thought this was going to be a perfect fit. A lot of questions on his work ethic and his commitment. Yeah. And to me, no matter what team you go to, you can't change He might that. have a heart problem is what he might have. Yeah. So if that's the case, look, it don't matter. To your, he may get bounced around. I don't think he'll start in the NFL again if those if that story comes out again that he had the same work ethic. Yeah. No, it's, it's, you know, I mean, how many times do you, do you get the chance? You only get as many chances as there are positions available. Yeah. It's, it's quite simple. Let's talk about one more quarterback before we move on. And that would be Aaron Rodgers, who has decided to stay with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, still so hasn't I was signed. Right. Huh? So I was right. Although he still hasn't signed the contract. He's signing the contract. Well. So supposedly he's going to be the highest paid player in NFL history. Yeah. A lot of questions on what they're going to be able to do. They franchise tag Devonte Adams. So obviously to keep his number one target, they're going to definitely try to do that. What are they going to be able to have around him is the key. There's been no quarterback in the modern era. That's one being the highest paid player on the team in of Super Bowls. And we can talk about just Aaron Rodgers in general with his Super Bowl record. He's been to one. He's won one. Yeah, but so did Drew Bledsoe. He didn't win it. He uh, he got a he got a win. Uh, yes, yes, you could he say got a that. win because yes. that's you, yes. If you look up if you look up Carson Wentz's statistics, he has a Super Bowl championship, even though he yes. was on IR and didn't even make the trip. Right, he still so, has one. So you could say that, but. To me, I think this was a bad move by Rodgers because he could have went to a team that already had an established foundation with players because they're not going to be able to keep these players. He's now. got an established foundation. He, he, what is, they were like the 10th best defensive team. You know, like yeah, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. It's, no top, excuse. it's, it's his fault. <laughs> top two defensive guys are going to be gone. Doesn't matter. You know, you, you have a you have the team and you know this. Look, this is Aaron Rodgers being selfish. To be he's honest a, with you, he's a choke this, artist. Yeah, you know, and you know, look, make no mistakes about it. This is part of what made Tom Brady so great. Is hey, I'm going to take less because I know I'm the greatest of all time, and I can be the highest paid quarterback if I really want yeah. to. I'm going to take less so that way we can spend some money elsewhere, and you know, have a Super Bowl type team, you know, and I think that's ultimately what made him go somewhere else is because he took less and they still didn't pay out. (laughs) So that got him a little frustrated. Kenny, thanks for joining. He, he thinks he should have left green Bay. I agree. I don't NFC, NFC, uh, central South. What are they? South North. He's the North NFC North. It's an easy division. I mean, the only top quality quarterback that they have is uh, Jared Goff in Detroit, who's a, a Hall of Famer. Oh, no. Uh, another shot at Kenny. That will never no. go oh. oh, next Lord. Hey, that division absolutely stinks. The next NFL preview show, Kenny, if you call Jared Goff a better quarterback than the top 20, we're, we're literally muting you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He said, wow. Hey. Uh, one more quick story because we got to move on. But Cav- Calvin Ridley suspended for a year. Do you agree with that move by the NFL? Bet on his own team's game. Obviously, wasn't no. Participating. I don't agree with that decision. I think he should have been booted completely. You're insane. He bet on his own team. Okay, he wasn't playing in the game. I don't care. It's your okay, own we've team. also had several players that have assaulted women that get six games. Yeah, I'm not Ray saying Rice, anything about that. <laughs> Ray Rice before that's just before the before the video came out. Ray Rice got two games. Yes, I know. You're gonna give this kid 17 games for that on a no. game that he wasn't playing in. Look, he should be kicked out. Period. You're kicked you're out. Insane. You're insane. He he's he gambled on his own game. His own game. On his own. No, team. there's no excuse. On his team, he wasn't in. I don't care. Game. I don't he care. I don't care. You you can't. That's 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 no. No, Listen, no, we no. all make mistakes. Yeah, uh, that's not no, a that's not a mistake. That's, that's, a, that's somebody trying to mistake. take advantage. It was like a trifecta or whatever. He was trying to get there. Atlanta was part of I don't the care. Three teams. 
I don't care. It's no. ridiculous. If it's on your own team, no, you're out. Out ridiculous. completely. Completely. Ridiculous. You're nuts. You're crazy. No, I'm not crazy. There's, the there's guy no that, the guy that bashes his girlfriend's or wife's face in your Yeah, and they deserve to be games. kicked out six too. Games. Six games. No, that's not me making that decision. That's for exactly. sure. Exactly. So the booted. NFL, how do you justify the NFL giving this kid 17? Uh, you asked me what I thought about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Triple play time, my friend. And we, we're going with some NHL, and the top goaltenders in the NHL currently. Who would you start, bench, and cut? And the players are Igor <clears throat> Sestrikin. Did I say it? Sester? No. Sestrikin. Okay. Uh Jeremy Swayman and Frederick Hender- Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Uh, am I first this week or are you first? Um, you're first. I am first this week? Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the matter? You know I hate hockey. You I don't hate, hate hockey. hockey? I don't hate hockey. Oh, I hate talk. Hurt. I can't that pronounce hurt. the name. I'm going. Bye. Yeah, I got, you're done. <laughs> so I am starting Igor Shesterkin. I'm going to say it that way. 28-7-3, and three, three shutouts, 2.02 goals against a 93 Almost 94% safe percentage. You're not getting anything by this kid. Well, he's giving up goals. Only 2.02. I'm benching Frederick Anderson. Oh, my God. 29-8-2, three shutouts, 2.08 goals against a 92-8 save percentage. Which means I'm cutting Jeremy Swayman, the Swayman. And the only reason why I would say out of the experience of the other two (laughs) <laughs> this season, 16, 7, and 3. He's got three shutouts, uh, 2.06 goals against a 92.5 save percentage, a little less than the other two. But he also hasn't been as as many games or faced as many teams. The three shutouts pretty impressive because they all have three shutouts. Um, so his three shutouts obviously uh, are pretty good, but I would still go with the other two just on the experience that they've been on the ice more. Okay. And I'm going to use that experience against you. So, so. First of all, I would also start Shestikin. Shestikin. I mean, he's playing great. Um, you know, look, he he's a great goaltender. He's going to be one of the best for years to come. Um, but where we differ, I would definitely have Jeremy Swayman on my bench. And I will tell you why. First of all, all like almost all the games that he has played in, were against quality teams. So Omark would play all the bottom of the barrel scrapings mm-hmm. and Swayman would have to carry, you know, the Bruins with the all the good teams. And so that alone makes his record impressive. Um the second part is Anderson, I don't want any part of Anderson on my team when it comes to playoff time. Because Toronto fans will tell you they all breathe a sigh of relief when he was oh, gone. Okay, I got to ask you a question. How many playoff wins does Swayman have? None. Exactly. So that, that and I'll take that point. over the the At bad. Anderson's been in the playoffs. Yeah, but the bad losses, the bad mojo that he brings, I don't wish that on any team. To be honest with you, and I feel bad for Carolina. Both of these guys, almost thirteen more games than him. It doesn't I, matter. I would love I'll to take see what Swayman over him. Like. As usual, I won the triple. No, play. you did not win anything. You did not win anything. <laughs> I love I the, the passion. And you know, <laughs> you know who you remind me of. Who do I remind you? Stephen A. Whoa! You remind me of him because he's blasphemy blowhard on his blasphemy. show, blasphemy. and he and he has no clue. You are <laughs> no insane. Clue. You are insane. All of that yapping, suspension. guys all that haven't played in a playoffs. All of that yapping. With all these fancy numbers that he yeah. likes backing up his yeah. stuff. And you know what? It isn't any of it is true. It is okay. all smoke and mirrors. Right. Says all the guys on the other side of Stephen A that are losing. Good call. Uh, so let's move on to some NBA. Let's bring up this picture. These two gentlemen, uh, they battled last night in a game that honestly wasn't what we expected with the Brooklyn Nets defeating the Philadelphia 76ers 129 to 100. A lot of animosity between these two teams. Finally got a, a, a solid rival in the NBA again. They don't like each other. A lot of bad blood. What do you take from this game overall that maybe NBA fans should be looking forward to come playoff time? 
Um, when it comes down to it, KD can turn the light switch on. KD that's, looks very good. That's Kyrie, what I get out of it. When he's able to play, has looked like Kyrie. Seth Curry, it yeah. was more of a revenge game for him. He scored over 20 points, had a great yeah. shooting night. I would be more worried or concerned if I'm Philadelphia, who we basically thought, look, they're on the path now to a championship. I will admit I, I thought that. James Harden. Well, I did, it, I didn't. Well, James Harden still proving that in big games. Look, 11 points, three for 17. Oh, Kenny agrees with you. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't, I don't think Philadelphia is the team. I still think Brooklyn, Milwaukee are the two teams. I think those are the two teams. No, and because of the bench, look, the bench is just so good for these teams. I'm going, you know? I'm going Boston. I'm still, I'm telling you right now. And we're Boston's talk got a it. good bench. Boston, Boston's got a phenomenal shot to win the East. Yeah, they do. I, like I see it. I see it. And I was you there know? in Philly, and I'm not as afraid of Philly anymore. Yeah. And I think I, you that's know, what I this don't, game did for me. I don't think Chicago and Miami can do no. it because the bench isn't as good. And they're going to be in the same predicament as Philadelphia. They just don't have that depth on the bench because that is what wins championships. And I, I, I think if Ben Simmons can come back and contribute, <laughs> you have to worry about Brooklyn. Oh, God, yes. You have to. But uh, to me, they're putting themselves in that play-in game, and you know one game, you never know what happens in right. one game. Right, You don't want to be in that situation. So but I'll tell you, hope. if it comes down to one game, I'm going with KD. Yeah. That's – The kicker in all of this is uh, Kyrie, four games. That's all he's, he can play left in the right I know. Game. Isn't that insane? And that's, and if the game and currently, that's bad. And the game currently would be in Toronto, that play-in, he yep. can't play. So they need to change that seating a little bit for themselves because otherwise they're definitely not going to have Kyrie for it. Absolutely. Unless so, again, unless things change by then, but I don't think it's going to change by then. Um, you know, yeah. I, I don't see that happening because there's only there's only what ten games left. Uh no, about fifteen or so. Uh, I thought there was ten, but no, playoffs playoffs know. don't start till April, middle of April. I think there's like 15 games left. Okay. So, you know, I mean, it's still, you know, that's a, that's a lot of ground you have to manage to catch up. And we talked about this, yeah. you know, last week when I said there was 20 games. Yeah. So that makes sense. So there is 15. Um, so, you know, with that few games, if you're down by say three or four games, that means instead of you winning, you know, eight of them, you now have to win 12 of them. Yeah. And that is, that's a lot. 12 out of 15 down the stretch against with the schedule that they have. So let's talk that's about tough. another team, the Boston Celtics, who are a local team that we kind of follow and cover more than any other team. They are remaining hot, hot currently. Are they legitimate title contenders? Yes. Yes, I have. I've seen the light. Um, look, you know, I paid. I paid a lot of attention to how they've played since the trade deadline, and getting White was absolutely incredible for this team. I think it lit a fire under them, yeah. and it got real. And that's that's why. I like the way the dynamic of the team is because not only can they just shut teams down and any team, they can shut anyone down because they're that good defensively. They, to me, they are the best defensive team in the league. So, you know, I mean, Aduka, who we kind of criticized early on. Yeah. I started to, and, and I know Kenny's not a big fan, but I looked at it this way. He he's from the pop Popovich in learning from that that generation of, of coaching, his his philosophies, if you start to look at what the Celtics are doing, it's a lot about the defense. Look, they're third overall in opponents scoring. So yeah. they're holding opponents. Realize they're second in blocks yeah. in the league. That is understandable when you look right. at Robert Williams every day. Yeah. Fourth in rebounds, second in free throws. Yeah. 
Jason Tatum currently is eighth in scoring in the league, and he's only three points behind Embiid. He's averaging 26.8. So if yeah. Jason Tatum continues on the scoring stretch that he's going on, he's going to be a top five scorer in the NBA. They have all the pieces now to win now, which I didn't think. And we, we criticized Brad Stevens as well in some of his moves. And if you start to look at what he did in your point, Ron, right? Picking up White has seemed to solidify this team even more. And what's his face there? Um, uh, oh, my God. I can't think of his name. Center. Oh, uh, Tice. Tice. Daniel. Yeah, thank you. Daniel, Daniel Tice. Uh, I think that was a big a big pickup. I don't like what – I still don't like what they gave up for him. Yeah. But – you could you could understand it trying to move contracts, and I get it. it by, yes, moving contract, but getting listen, it put a spark to, to like you said, right. it put a spark on in this scene. We always knew Tice when he was here as just an aggressive guy who would go after rebounds, who would play yeah. the bigger men, even though he was a smaller because that's his mentality. That's what the, he brought in. He plays against all the bigs, and I'll tell yeah. you, you know, I, I like I like his game. I yeah. like his game. I mean, he contributes. You don't you don't see a lot of it on the on the score sheet, but it's those little intangibles like just the the hustle and you know getting back on defense. You know that you know and the spark that he that he gives the team yeah. when he's in there. You know, it's all subtle little things, but those things are important on a team as well especially in the game of basketball, because you never know when you need that little spark, you know, to pick up, say, you know, your star, Jason yeah. Tatum, and you know, we always I, talk about hustle plays in basketball. So yeah. Because I'll tell guy. you since, since Tice and white, you know, he's been a different player. He's been out of this world, you know, and Tatum has been, you know, Doing so well, like he's everywhere. I talked to Kenny on on the NBA ranking show uh, that we did uh, earlier in the week, and you realize he's tied with Larry Bird now for the most fifty-point games in Celtic history. And you think about what Larry Bird meant to the organization. Jason Tatum has finally integrated himself as one of the greats in Boston Celtics history. And this is what how he's been playing the last month or so is exactly what the Celtics expect from him. Yeah. And if he doesn't bring this, then you can see why the team plays 500 ball. But when he elevates himself and he hustles and he does all the things needed, you know, then that makes this team viable and it, and it picks up the rest of the players. So you're getting Tice and White that picked up Jason Tatum's game. Yeah. And now he's picking up the rest of the team because yeah. look how smart he's playing. Yeah. You know, like he's been he's yeah. been great. Less threes, more consistent with his shots. I, yeah. I Paul Paul Pierce, like uh, as Kenny said, it, it, you're starting to see that Paul Pierce yeah. comparison. And honestly, I think he's a better scorer than Paul Pierce was. So we we could be seeing the next great Boston Celtic yeah. again. Can he win a title? I'm more excited this year than I have been in in many years before. Yes, they got, they've a, been they got a shot. They got a and shot. They've gotten there, but. You never felt as good as you do now. So let's talk some baseball. Do you believe we're going to talk some baseball? What, what is that what? about? Baseball. What so is guess what? Baseball. Guess what's back? And I'm not going to say shady. I don't need you to sl- slim shady me here. Major League Baseball has ended their lockout. The season will open on April 7th, and there will be a 162-game season. How do you feel about baseball being back? Do you want to be excited? I kind of want to be. I want to be excited. I want to be. And it's it's a weird feeling because I feel like there's so many good teams, good players, so much to look for. But now I feel like it's going to be rushed as well. Bad signings because free agency well, opens tonight, like, said, right? Today or tomorrow? Uh, I believe it starts at 7 p.m. tonight. Right. So you think about just the vast amount of players that are just going to sign contracts See, and teams that are going to waste money. What I like about baseball, because I'm a numbers guy, I love stats. And when you have stats that go back to before 1900, that's that's like a stats guy's dream, right? Yeah. 
So we have all these stats and we pay attention to all these stats all year long. And that's what I like about the game. What I don't like about the game is the constant waiting for a batter to get into the box and take the games just take so long. And if, and if you're not watching like Red Sox, Yankees, Giants, Dodgers, you know, rivals like that, oh, it can be very hard to watch at times. So a couple of things that have changed, uh, obviously the salary increases for the minor league is, which I agree with. I think that was something that should have been done. It hadn't been, I think they hadn't had a bump in like five years. Yeah, because, you know, they need to be making 700000 for a guy that plays four, four games a year. Well, I'm, I'm talking the minor leagues, minus, minus, minor leaguers, okay. before they make the pros. Okay. They're also going to a 12-team playoff. Top two seeds will have a bye uh, in the first round, and then uh, obviously how that goes. The DH rule, which we will argue about, actually we re- we've already argued about in the past, mm. The DH rule is now officially across the board. So the National League has the DH now. So with the playoff system now, we're going to be watching baseball in December. Great. Can't wait to that first snow out game in the playoffs. <laughs> and, and I don't know how you feel about the logos on the NBA and NHL jerseys. Now baseball will have those as well. So they're going to sell company logos to put on jerseys. I don't, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, so that takes away from when we talk about past in the 1900s and before, you wouldn't see that. Next year, 2023, what they say is most likely going to be uh, added. They're going to have the bigger bases, shift elimination, which we will discuss in our face-off, a pitch clock, 14 seconds with no runners on the base, 19 seconds with runners on the base. So those are some of the changes that you will see in major. Thank League God. Next year. Thank God. And I want to see it enforced, you know, so, because yeah, I don't. Did, I, you, oh. you, you mentioned the batter's box and there was a rule. Yeah. And then eventually the umps just stopped. It, just stopped doing it. it. Yeah. So I'm excited. I want to see how this free agency plays out. That's my only concern. Are there going to be a lot of bad contracts now? Because teams are basically got about three weeks to get a, a field this team and get them on the field opening yeah. day you may sign a guy just because you're trying to get ahead of somebody and, and give them more money than they actually deserve yeah but a lot of quality happen. names freddie freeman from the atlanta braves who was the world champions he's he's been rooming a few different places uh including boston and new york uh anthony rizzo for new york or boston again may happen uh carlos carrera uh as big rumors for new york on that one on the yankees but so many different players that could be moving that it's going to be really interesting to see where this all turns out. So in essence, if it's like a feeding frenzy this weekend, we could have two specials this week, one for baseball, one for, for NFL. And we're definitely going to have before uh, opening day, we'll have our uh, major league baseball preview show. So we'll see, maybe we could get uh, Kenny on there and our first ever. Batola Cologne MVP. He's calling in now and our first ever. Major League Baseball rankings. So we will have Major League Baseball rankings as well. So I'm excited about that. If you enjoy what you're watching, check us out every Friday night at 6 p.m. We are live. We are fan interactive. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, all live. Follow us on social media, at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, at Broadcasting RI on on Twitter, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. Don't have time to watch. Listen to us on Amazon, Anchor, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn. Follow us on Discord. As you see the the links up there, join us on Discord. We have a Sports Unfolded Discord and a Rhode Island Broadcasting Discord, which has all the shows. Or if you just love Sports Unfolded, just follow Sports Unfolded. We post every day uh, a lot of what we've done, our shows, and also our rankings. And if you're in Southeast Connecticut, SEC-TV, Public Access Channel 12, You can watch us at 10 p.m. on Tuesdays, which is a rebroadcast of this show on Friday. And if you enjoy it and you're watching it now, check us out on Friday nights at 6 p.m. If you'd like to sponsor the show, email us at ribroadcasting.media at gmail.com. We will give you all the information you need to have thousands of eyes on your business 
and continue to help us grow as well. So if you'd like to be a sponsor, email us, ribroadcasting.media at gmail.com, and we can get you all that information. So what we do is you will send us details on a still photo, like a still photo ad. And what we do is we read it off as is. So not only will people be able to see it, they will be able to hear it. So the podcast will also be on it. Those ads will also be put on our social media and website. Yes. So again, and considering we have over, you know, 12,000 people on all of our social media, a lot of people are going to see it. Absolutely. So we're going to do some NHL. And uh, I'm going to try to do this as best as possible. And hopefully this works. This is something new for Sports Unfolded. But let's hear from one Jack Eichel, who actually returned to Buffalo last night. And then I want to get some of your opinions on what he said, Ron. Well, the loudest I've heard this place ever. Really, after after uh, it only took seven years of me leaving for them to uh, get into the game. But, uh... So, shot at the Buffalo fans. He was there for seven years. Do you feel he was right in the way he handled the situation? Look, I think he is a buffoon. He's first of all, whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter because personally, I think it's true. And the, the Buffalo Buffalo does not have good fans there. Because they're, they're fair-weather fans. Time. Yeah, they're a football time. Yeah, they're fair-weather fans. And look, but when you put the product out that they put out year after year after year, do you think the fans want to be there? No, no. And I would say this. As a number one pick, right? He was the number one pick of the organization. It was really his responsibility to kind of change that whole thing. To change that. And he didn't. No. They were no better with him. And you can't, he can't be upset about that because, again, yes, maybe, again, your point, Look, they have bad management, bad players. Eric, at no time should you blame the fan because the product is bad. Yeah. That's, that's asinine. Okay. Those fans are paying your salary in a, in a way. Okay. Because they're buying tickets. Wherever you go, fans are buying tickets. Oh, Eichel's coming to town. Let's buy tickets to go see the game. Right. That's what, that's what you're getting paid yeah. for. So coming out and blasting and criticizing fans is not the way to do it. And I think he, he t- took it as a personal attack. Yeah. Which um, I think he deserved because honestly, to your point, they weren't very good in Buffalo when he was there. No. Now, how do you want them to react to you? Cheer you? I mean, they did give him a, uh, you know, a video tribute and, and did some things for him as well because they did appreciate his time there. But. Again, you weren't a winner. Absolutely. So it wasn't like you brought them a championship no. and you expect them to you didn't bring them anything. I don't even think they had a winning season. Yeah. So um, I was just surprised. You don't, again, to your point, don't attack the fans. They're the ones that put the, the money in in your pocket. Right. And, you know, look, if you want to criticize somebody, criticize the Buffalo organization yeah. because they've never gotten their act together. And, and I made a comment during the hockey show about yeah. it. You know, look, I, I don't care. Hey, I'm going to speak my mind. You know, if I think the Buffalo organization is poorly run, it's poorly run. Okay. You know, they haven't put, they haven't put all these players together at all. They went out and signed a bunch of players, you know, thought that that was going to bring them riches and no, no, that's not how you put together a team. You don't just pay out the contract. You got to get the player that fits what you're trying to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Jack Eichel, to run buffoon that's what you call buffoon. buffoon so let's let's do our face off and uh we are going to discuss the major league baseball getting rid of the shift rule one of us has to be for it one of us has to be against it and since i'm at first this week i get to pick and i am for them getting rid of the shift rule damn damn so whenever you're ready you let me know and i can begin Go ahead. So one of the best things we do is our pick and roll segment. And you're going to go, what are we talking about? But every time we do, we look at some numbers, we talk about batting average and hits. And what the shift has done to Major League Baseball is changed that number drastically because all players want to do now is hit home runs, which is increased strikeouts, 
which lowers batting averages, which decreases hits. You get rid of the shift. It allows some of these players to actually start to try to put the ball in play versus trying to hit it out of the yard, which I think will improve the game and ultimately, ultimately raise all these numbers back to where they should be respectable. 250 is not a, a solid bat, batting average. You're in the 290s to 300s. You're a great hitter. If you're striking out more than you're actually getting hits, there's something wrong with that stat. And it's, it needs a change. And to me, by doing this, it will change that stat. Are you done? I am done. Okay. So well thought out argument. So, so look, you know, you can, you can ban things, you know, there'll always be something else that comes around the corner. You know, there'll be a new way of doing things, you know, whether they put all the outfielders all on one side, whatever it is, you know, they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. My thought is you shouldn't have to ban, you know, a way of playing defense. First of all, it becomes, you know, the hitter's responsibility to get better. You want to be a good player, get better. You want to be able to beat the shift, hit it the other way. It's that simple. You know, why not? Hey, hit it the other way. Just hit it the other way. Okay. Ted Williams, we consider one of the best hitters of all time. Correct. Did he have the shift back when he played? No. Exactly. Yeah, but it wouldn't have That's made him point. a less of a hitter. Of course it would have, because if he always hit if no, he always hit right or left, it definitely would have. Ted Williams could hit it anywhere. He, he could, could hit it anywhere. I'm sure he had a preference. Or but Again. It is also, it's not even the hitter's point of view. You know, if you're a pitcher, you can pitch so that way they hit it to a certain place. You know, that's what good pitchers do. You know, you can pinpoint something, throw it on the inside you're, you're of the plate. So they're gonna, they're gonna <laughs> hit it a certain you're way. Trying so hard, and you no, know I, I'm okay. serious. Like, this argument. Look, a sinker I, ball pitcher gets what? They Max, get a lot of ground balls, correct? Max Kellerman, you're done. No, <laughs> a sinker ball pitcher throws it down yeah, so it gets ground yeah, balls yeah. to get double plays. Yeah. That is part of a certain type of okay. pitcher. And if you put it certain places, it makes it tougher to pull the ball or it makes it tougher to hit it the other way. What? So that's what you got to do. Your pitcher and your catcher can dictate all those things, but you got to have somebody that's a good, a good enough to do it. If, if I'm a predominantly uh, a, a guy that hits to the left side of the field, let's just yeah. say I predominantly hit to the left side of the field and you shift all your players to the left side of the field. What am I ultimately trying to do at that point? I know I'm not going to, I'm either going to try to crank it out because that's yeah. my only shot or I'm going to strike out. And no. that's what's happened in the game. You hit it to the other side of the field. <laughs> I, but I may, that may not be my comfortable swing. I, unfortunately, I can't say I'm going to be able to do that. And again, I say get better. You're right. You're the, right. These, I, coaches I that are, these coaches that are teaching these players to lift the ball are bad coaches. Okay. I, I, because I that's not how you're going to win games. And the Braves this. proved that. I won this one. The Braves proved it. They, okay. I won this one. You did not win. Pick and roll time. Best segment Stephen of the A. show. Stephen o A over here. Over, always one of our favorites. Uh, got a theme going lately, and it's the, the, the best of the numbers. So we are in the 10th episode. So the best number 10s of all time. And we are going to rank these athletes. Ken Hodge Jr.? From 6 to 10. And uh, that these athletes would be Pele, Walt Frazier, is it Guy Lafleur? Guy Lafleur. See, <laughs> Chippa Jones, Eli Manning, and Sue Bird. Uh, so, I, so I take it you don't have the hockey guy as number one. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, let me read my list. I am, I am first this week, so I will go first and uh, give you the correct list, and then Ron will give you what he believes it, the list should have been. But I'm giving you the correct list. No, so right. at number six, Eli Manning. Okay, at least you got that right. 117, 117. He's terrible. 60.3% uh, <laughs> completion percentage, 57,000 yards, 366 touchdowns, 244 interceptions. Wait, isn't there another number 10 in the NFL that's better? <laughs> I believe it, there wasn't. Four. Mac Jones. Two-time Super Bowl champ and two-time Super Bowl MVP. He is an average quarterback at best 
that got lucky two years. He got lucky. Uh, yes. Squirrel the sad part is he has the same amount as his brother. Yes. Who's <laughs> a much better? How does that feel, Peyton? Insane. At number five, and I did this based off of the championships. Chipper Jones, three hundred three batting average, two thousand seven hundred twenty six hits, four hundred sixty eight home runs, sixteen hundred twenty three RBIs, eight time All Star. Two-time Silver Slugger. He won a batting title. He was MVP. Only one championship. Couldn't put him ahead of these other guys and gals. At number four, Walt Frazier. 18.9 points per game, 5.9 rebounds per game, 6.1 assists. Seven-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA, seven-time All-Defensive. That was pretty impressive. Two-time NBA champ. I thought the fact that he was a point guard and he averaged, uh, you know, almost six rebounds, it was pretty impressive, kind of helped move him up the list a little bit. So the top three, this is where the, this is where it got very difficult. Yes, it did. Extremely <laughs> difficult because all these players have won multiple championships. Wow. But I went Guy Lafleur at number three, 560 goals, 793 assists, so 1,353 points. Ron? A plus four forty six. That is insane. That is insane. And Six. he all don't forget he he only had eleven hundred games played. That's insane. So more than a point a game. Um, yes. Six all stars. Uh, three time Ross. Three time Pearson. Two time Hart. Five time Cup winner. So you're saying who could be better than that? Right. That's pretty impressive. You got one of them right. At number two. Super. Super. 12, point, 12 points a game, 2.6 rebounds, 5.6 assists. 12-time All-Star, four-time WNBA champ, two-time NCAA champ, nine gold medals between the Olympics and the World Championships, 12-time champion in Russia, Euro League, and the uh, Euro Super League, I believe it was called. So you talk about the amount of titles that Sue Bird has won in her career. Phenomenal. Her numbers, not as impressive. But the championships, I don't think we've talked about anybody who's won more championships. That's pretty impressive. Which means, number one, Pele. And the reason why Pele is number one, 1,279 goals in 1,363 games. It's the Guinness Book of World Records. He is the highest scoring goals in the history of the sport, Pele. And he's a three-time FIFA World Cup champion. You got to go with the guy that's in the Guinness Book of World Records for being the top goal scorer of all time. He has to be number one. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. You got it right. I did. See, I told you. You got it right. So, number six, Eli Manning. To me, he shouldn't even be on this list. We, we, we put a football guy in. Yeah, I know. We should not have. <laughs> But the um, next one was Tyreek Hill and just not enough. Chipper Jones. Um, I had the same issue with Chipper yeah. Jones and Walt Frazier. Great I play. gave I gave Walt Frazier the advantage because of that all defensive team and that one more championship. Yeah. Um, and you hit it right on the head with while being a point guard, he still had those rebounds. Yeah. So, and to me, it did come down to the final three. Yeah. And as if any Bruin fan would ever put Guy Lafleur at number one, <laughs> he was number three for me as well. Yeah. Um, and again, you would say, wow, all those championships, right? Yeah, but when the other two, <laughs> the two, <clears throat> you can't deny them. Like Lafleur's numbers were great, you yeah. know. If there's if there's a Montreal Canadian that I respect, that's not a goaltender. It would be Guy Lafleur. Yeah, I've seen so many games of him playing. He is so fluid. What pure talent, you know. When you when you lead the team, when you lead the league in scoring three times, you know that's saying something. Crosby never did that, by the way. Oh, you you you. Just Crosby throwing that in there. LeBron James. You just... Just throwing it in there. Okay. <laughs> so, number two, I also had Sue Bird. 
because the championships, I don't even care what the numbers are. Unreal. The championships, she's won everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere she goes, she wins. And, you know, when her, it, she should be a coach because you sign her on to be a coach, you're going to win championships because that's all she does is win. She wins. And if I'm starting a team in, in anything, she's going to be involved because yeah. she wins. <laughs> so number one, of course, is Pele. I actually, when I was younger, I got to watch a lot of replays of those old soccer yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you, he was amazing. Amazing. And I know you threw out a whole bunch of stats, but there is one stat that I found that was incredible. Do you know in all the leagues that he's played in, he was the top scorer 18 times. Wow. And that does not count like World Cups. Yeah. Does That's not count insane. that. Right? Insane. Such a 18 times. Most athletes don't even have an 18 year yeah. career. Yeah. Icon. He's an icon. He's a he's a a football yeah. icon. But when it's all said and done, he's been in like I don't know, fifteen movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't realize uh, everything else he did afterwards. So, so he's done literally everything. He is one of the greatest athletes ever to play anything, anything. No, great, great points, great list. Uh, I knew I hit it on the head that time. So yeah, you know, it's like that's like our fourth time. We got it two times in a row. I think yeah. we had the same list last yeah. week. We're gonna have to mix something up. Number 11's We're not doing Drew Bledsoe. Um, <laughs> so if you enjoy I what you're watching, so bad for him. I watched that today. <laughs> I felt so bad. Yes. Uh, watch us live every Friday night at 6 p.m. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. We are live, fan interactive. So please jump in, join in, and we will definitely chime in with you. Uh, follow us on social media at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. Podcasts, if you don't have time to watch, Amazon, Anchor, Google, Spotify, and now TuneIn. Southeast Connecticut, SEC TV, Public Access Channel 12, Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. We are a rebroadcast of this show. And if you enjoy what you're watching, you're watching us now, check us out on Friday nights at 6 p.m. If you'd like to sponsor the show, ribroadcasting.media at gmail.com. Hit us up. We will definitely give you all the information on what you need to do, what we can do to advertise for your business, and what you can do to help us grow our product as well. But uh, really uh, inexpensive way to get thousands of eyes on your business weekly. Actually, daily, because we're uh, basically posting these things every day. So, so much going on with Sports Unfolded. Ron, it is that time where we are going to decide at some point who's going to be wearing his jersey. And I don't think either one of us want to be wearing a jersey. No. So, hence why we're tied again. <laughs> After yeah, I, we took a two-game you know, I'm not liking this because it has all the evidence of at the end of the year that we – that we, we have are tied, <laughs> and then we both have to yeah. wear it, and no I don't want that. See, this is why hockey got to get rid of ties. But they don't have ties in hockey, not anymore. But back in the day, soccer too, right? Thirty-six well, and Thirty-six <laughs> and twenty-eight. Uh, both at fifty-six percent right now. Yeah, I don't uh, like that, that number either. To your point, we have been picking uh, the most difficult games of the week, so. Sometimes yeah. any given any given day, any given team can win. So we are uh, – follow that on uh, Sports Unfolded. It's on our page. It's on our Twitter. And um, chime in. Chime in yeah. with your predictions. Yeah. Get Give on this picks. list. So we can actually get you uh, on this on this list. So let's uh, let's start off with some NBA action. Uh, 3-12. So tomorrow night, Milwaukee Bucks at the Golden State Warriors. Golden State has been floundering. Yes. They did win, though. They beat Denver. Yeah. Last night. Yeah, I'm gonna go Milwaukee. I am as well. I just don't trust the uh, the consistency of the Golden State Warriors currently. All right, I'm up here. Three thirteen. The Dallas Mavericks at the Boston Celtics. I do this to myself every time. I don't believe in them. I'm like, this is. I'm going Boston. 
I feel like they've 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 gone they've gone they're gunning for people. They're trying to prove that they're the legit. And I'm going Boston at home. I am also going Boston. Three fourteen, my friend. Denver Nuggets at Philadelphia 76ers. I'm gonna go Philadelphia. I think they're a little sore from that yeah. that butt whooping. And yes. uh, they're going to take it out on somebody else. Agreed. Agreed. I think they got, yeah, they're going to hear all the negative publicity. And I think they're going to tear it up. And it's not as big a game. So James Harden will perform. 313. You got the Carolina, uh, Calgary Flames at the Colorado Avalanche. Colorado uh, lost a tough one the other night. Calgary, though, has not been able to, to get over the hurdle and, and take over the West. I'm going Colorado at home. Yeah, I'm also going to go Colorado because I believe Calgary did win that last one. Yes. At Colorado. So something. So I, there's, there's no way Colorado is letting them come in and do it twice because that is just going to give them too much hope for the playoffs. So Colorado. Colorado. This uh, is looking like we're going to pick. Yeah, the same team. We're going to have a tie again. 313, Carolina at Pittsburgh. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. But I'm going to go Carolina. They're going to go into Pittsburgh, and they are taking it. I am as well going Carolina. Oh, come I just on. think they're the better team. Uh, Pittsburgh has not been consistent enough this season. Even when we thought they were finally getting over the hump, they, they fell back down to earth. Yeah. Which leaves one game. If we pick the same, then we're going to be the same next week. 316. Boston at Minnesota Wild. Look, Boston is playing incredible on the road. Um, I, they're going to go in there, and they're going to take this one. Boston. All right. I'm going to Wild at home. I knew you were going to do that. So it all rests on the Bruins. The Bruins. So, so um, sorry, Minnesota fans out there. Um, but Boston is going to put me in the lead once again. In okay. our predictions, so come on out there, you gotta, you gotta put your predictions in there. So I want to hear from Boston fans and Minnesota fans. Uh, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from Celtic fans and and Dallas fans. I want to hear from you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So as we normally end our show, Ron, we do our final thoughts. Now, final thoughts doesn't necessarily have to be about anything that's going on in sports. It could be about anything going on in the world today. So um, my final thought, actually, uh, since I am first this week, uh, first, I want to talk about the Brittany Griner situation, uh, her being arrested in Russia, uh, could face up to 10 years in prison based on their on their laws. Uh, but I do feel like this is more of a political ploy on Russia's part to try to force the United States to lift some of the sanctions. It's a shame that you would use a human in this fashion um, to try to get a point across. Uh, Hopefully for her safety, she's allowed to come back home. I know there are several people fighting for that to happen. Uh, Unfortunate situation. Yes, she put herself in it and we can argue if it was right or wrong. But at the end of the day, 10 years, um, I think it's more about a political play of them trying to force us to have to do something on that part of it. Um, and I did want to uh, also on uh, uh, 316 is also a special day for me as my daughter, Jasmine, uh, it's her birthday. So I just wanted to wish her a happy birthday. She's been a big supporter of the show, sharing it and watching it. So we appreciate that. Jasmine, have a happy birthday. Um, uh, and we will see each other next weekend. So I'm going to post your predictions, Jasmine. Jasmine, post yes. your predictions. <laughs> Ron, you're up. Final thoughts, my friend. Okay. Um, I actually... Lost my train of thought because of the birthday. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, okay. So, so uh, my final thought goes to um, the situation with Deshaun Watson. Okay. So, whether he did anything wrong or not does not matter. You know that. Look, it's done over with. He's not going to face any charges. Fine. So be it. Let's get back to football. But I hope he learns something from this. And we keep talking about these kind of situations over and over and over. Look, don't 
put yourself into situations that somebody's going to try to take advantage of it, whether it's true or not. Yeah. You don't put yourself in these situations. And all of these people that go out partying after football games and are out in three in the morning and stuff like that, there's no reason you should be out at three in the morning as an NFL football player because only bad things can happen. And I've said this many times about Rob Gronkowski. The guy has as much fun as anyone. But he doesn't put himself in position to be talked about in the news. Exactly. And I got to give him credit for that, you know, because he's like Mr. Party, you know, like who doesn't want to go party with with Gronk? (laughs) You know, he has all kinds of fun, but he doesn't put himself in those positions. If there's anything you can learn from Deshaun Watson situation is don't do it to yourself. Just go out, play some football. You know, when you have downtime, keep it tame enough that you are always in control. Great point. Great point. Uh, Ron, as always, great show. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Listen, Monday night, we will be, uh, advertising we are going to do an nfl show with everything that's been going on in the nfl there's so much to cover just couldn't get to it all tonight also going to have our baseball preview show uh first week of april right before the season starts so uh check out that follow the website to get that information as well and then don't forget our ranking shows next week nhl and nba rankings should be some changes a lot of a lot of movement again uh, NBA-wise and NHL, uh, top teams have lost now, so there's going to be some some movement there, I feel, as well. And Expect then it this weekend. And then, obviously, the first week of April, our first Major League Baseball rankings will be out as well. So, Ron, always appreciate the time. Fans out there that have watched live, we appreciate you so much. Those that are going to watch afterwards, continue to follow and check us out. We appreciate the time, and let's get have some peace in the world. Peace. Take care, everybody. Oh,